What's up, what's up? It's your favorite sex and relationship coach, aka the pussy fairy, Azaria Menezes. So obviously you've landed on the juiciest podcast if you're listening to Getting Intimate. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have a pussy or you're a mom or you're in a relationship and you're looking to increase that pleasure and orgasm factor in the bedroom with yourself, with your body or in your relationship, or maybe you just want your pussy wet and your relationships to be the cherry on top of your Sunday sex ice cream, listen to this podcast. I'll be sharing all of my knowledge, all of my ideas, my experiences, and thoughts on this podcast with you so that you can invite new perspectives and way more essential excitement into your life. As always, try anything I say on for size and see what you like and leave the rest. Let's get intimate. Yes, we're back with another episode. It's your girl, Azaria, aka the Pussy Fairy. And today, we're talking about sexuality versus sensuality and how you can tap into the beautiful, bountiful well of both, right? Because we we want both. We want the sensuality, we want the sexuality, we want to fucking have it all. So I'm really excited to talk about this episode today. First of all, because I'm feeling fucking fantastic. I just got back from a three-day vacation in Vancouver, and we haven't been out of our city since the pandemic started like two years ago. And it's been so amazing to just get away and do fun things in another city and just shut everything off and just get out of your bubble. It is so, so, so good for the soul and good for your libido because yeah, you're doing new things together. You're doing exciting things together. I always find that traveling and just like doing things outside of our regular daily thing is a libido booster. So keep that in mind when you plan your next trip. (laughs) And number two, why I'm feeling fucking fantastic is because I'm opening coaching spots. And when I open coaching spots, I feel so fucking excited and lit up by all of these incredible people that are going to snag these coaching spots because I know with so much of my heart and all of the experience that I've had with my clients that this is such a beautiful opportunity for those women, for those humans who really are ready to shift all the things in their life and feel fucking incredible in their sexuality and feel so radiant, so full of joy and ecstasy around their sexuality and just fucking feel like they can finally be that wild, sexy, confident, badass bitch in the bedroom. And oh, it just gets me so excited each time I open new coaching spots because it's like, ooh, I know what's about to come out and it's just going to be incredible. So that's why I'm feeling great and this is really good for my podcast because I'm bringing the vibes and I'm fucking stoked to talk about sexuality versus sensuality. So let's get into it. What is sexuality? If we look at like the definition in quote-unquote bunny ears, right, (laughs) online, in the dictionary, whatever, right, it's the way that people experience and express themselves sexually. So obviously this involves physical um, processes, emotional, biological processes, eroticism, can involve spirituality, right? Behaviors, all of these things can encompass sexuality. And so to me, sexuality is something that is almost like an energetic thing, but it is also such a deep, 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 deep rooted energy in our body. 
So for humans, for animals, for anything on this planet, right, that is having an experience, sexuality is a natural thing. It is such a natural thing that everyone is born with. So nobody is born without their innate ability to be a fucking sexual being on this earth. Like sexuality is something that every single person on this world has. And it's an energy that is so, so, so primal. It's an energy that is very animalistic and it is rooted in our bodies. Like nobody comes without sexuality. And so with the sexual energy, right, that encompasses all of of our our emotional aspect, right? Our biological aspects, our physical, our feelings, our behaviors, spirituality. Sensuality is how we invite sexuality to play. So this is how I like to this is how I like to word it. Is sensuality is the invitation to play with your sexuality, to dance with your sexuality, right? To explore your sexuality in movement energetically. And so what I mean by this is actually, actually I'm going to get into it a little bit deeper into the podcast, but if you visualize like your sexuality as an energy in your body, right? Because not like to go deep into maybe the tantric um, side of things or a more spiritual side of things. But sexual energy is that feeling that really gives you that fire, right? It is there. It's that primal desire to feel sexual in your body. Whether you want to feel sexual with a person outside of your body, whether you want to keep that sexual energy with yourself, right? Sexual energy is really creative energy like I've shared in so many episodes before it is the energy of creating something whether you're procreating whether you are creating pleasure right whether you are creating art whether you're creating any anything that that requires creation can stem and can have a really deep root in our sexual energy it's our ability to feel and move our sexual energy to create things and here's the problem with society and the media they have taught us that sexuality and sensuality are things that you have to be or you have to be a certain way in order to be a sexual being or to be in your sensuality and that's not true because you are already born a sexual being you are already born with all of the ways to tap into your sexuality, to invite playing with your sexuality by experiencing sensuality or being sensual. These are things that already are within you and these are already things that you have access to, right? Like you don't have to be a certain way. You don't have to wear the certain thing to be sexual or sensual. You don't have to look a certain way to be sexual or sensual. And this is where the divide happens, right? Like this is where the not enoughness comes in or those feelings of feeling unworthy or those feelings even of feeling blocked in your sexuality and your sensuality, right? It's when we have that idea that our sexuality or sensuality is something that we have to be or something that we have to attain, right? Rather than something that we already are, we already have the tools. And so now you're probably wondering like, okay, that's cool, 
But like, I actually do experience blocks within my sexuality and in my sensuality, and I don't know how to access those things, which makes a lot of sense because I have a shit ton of clients who (laughs) feel that way. And I felt that way before in my life and who come to me for coaching. And so here's, here's how I explain it is that our sexuality, when we feel blocked in our sexuality, it's not that our actual sexuality is blocked in our body because it is something that is already there, right? Sexuality, you are a sexual being and it's something that you already naturally carry. And so when we feel blocked around our sexuality, when we feel blocked around accessing our sexuality, it's mainly just either stuck or stagnant energy, which can be like limiting beliefs that we hold around accessing our sexuality, what that we hold around what it actually means to be a sexual being, to fully unleash in our sexuality, to live in our full spectrum of our sexuality, right? Through either input from messaging that we've received from society, our parents, our family, like stories, experiences that we've had, trauma, all of these things, right? They can create, they can create energetic or like emotional blocks towards accessing our sexuality. And of course, that is going to affect our sensuality because sensuality, as I said before, is the invitation to play with our sexual energy, to dance with our sexual energy. And when we feel blocked around our sexuality, when we feel like, oh my God, there is these blocks here or there's just this thing that I can't move through because I can't access my sexuality, right? It's going to be really hard to play with that invitation because there, it feels like there's a block there. So this is why it's so, so important to actually, first of all, recognize that your sexuality is a part of you and a huge, huge, huge part of healing, right? And, and knowing and being able to access your sexuality in such a deep and unapologetic and wild way that you might want to is really just knowing that your sexuality is a part of you. Because when we, let's say for instance, have experienced trauma in our life, maybe there's been like a traumatic sexual experience that you might've had, it can feel like your sexuality is broken or that somebody has robbed your sexuality from you or that now you aren't sexual anymore, right? And this is a really good reminder that because sexuality is something that you are born with, because you are, this is part of who you are, of your human nature, there is nothing, nothing that can ever, ever, ever break your sexuality, no matter what it is. There's nothing that can destroy your wholeness within your sexuality as a human being. There's nothing that can ever, ever do that. There's nothing that can make your sexuality feel like it's not enough or unworthy or just completely fuck up your sexuality. It's all of the experiences that are clouding that access to feeling connected to your sexuality is what makes you feel that, oh my God, maybe I feel sexually broken or, oh my God, I'm just not good enough. Or, oh my God, I have this huge, huge, huge trauma piece that I can never, ever, ever access my sexuality again. But knowing that your sexuality is always whole, knowing that your sexuality is always yours, that it can never, ever, ever break or nobody can ever take it from you is actually a really beautiful and empowering way, an empowering thing to know about your sexuality. Because now, whether there's trauma, whether there's emotional blocks, whether there's um, just limiting beliefs or things that are just in the way of you accessing your sexuality, it's like, okay, 
actually, now I get to work through the stuff that is maybe clouding my own vision to seeing my sexual wholeness rather than thinking, oh my God, I'm sexually fucking broken. How am I going to pick up these pieces? Is it ever going to be the same again? Like I'm so messed up, right? So there's, there's, a, there's a deep, deep healing aspect in knowing that your sexual wholeness is always there and will will never ever change you're born as a sexually whole being and nobody can ever take that away from you and so this is why this coaching work that i share and that i get to journey with so many incredible women is so 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 powerful because we get to work on all the things that that can often just get in the way of sensuality and sexuality right and it can be so many things it doesn't have to be like a huge traumatic thing it doesn't have to be a huge event right it sometimes it can it can trickle down into one experience in childhood where our group of friends uh, shamed us around our sexuality or shamed us around something right and this is something that people can can carry all the way up into adulthood in an unconscious way right deep 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 in in the subconscious so these these things are really really important to know and especially when when looking at your sexuality and especially at looking into your sensuality how would you show up knowing right you're you're a whole sexual being how would you show up knowing that you are already enough in your sexual wholeness that you are already a sensual being that you have all the tools to access your sensuality and access your sexuality what would that how would you show up what would that feel like in your body and just take a moment to think about that like what would you wear if you already knew you were sexually whole and you already knew that you were so sensual how would you feel how would you move how would you talk how would you act right and just knowing that you have access to these pieces can be so 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 powerful so what are some common myths around sexuality and sensuality so obviously we busted the number one myth is that sexuality and sensuality are things that you have to obtain or you have to be certain ways to be sensual or to be sexual because how we show up in our sexuality and how we show up in our sensuality if these are the things that we are born with and that we come into the world with everybody's body and how they show up to sexuality and sensuality is unique and so 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 incredible so how are you showing up in your sexuality is so 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 unique to you and it's really about tapping into that well of sexual energy and tapping into what it actually means for you to feel sexual because it doesn't have to look like somebody else is how they're expressing their sexuality right it doesn't have to be like maybe your sexuality wants to be expressed in a quiet subtle and juicy way right because some people maybe express their sexuality in a really loud bright bold way and maybe your sensuality wants to be expressed in a really slow luscious gentle warm way and maybe somebody else's sensuality wants to be expressed in like a hard kinky really really loud dominant way right so everybody's sexuality how they relate to their sexuality how they relate to their sensuality is different we get to choose how to play with these energies and we get to choose how we show up within this another myth around sexuality or sensuality is that both of these things are mostly for the enjoyment of our partners or the people in our lives 
So this is a big one because there are a lot of narratives in society that would make one feel like, yes, maybe sexuality and sensuality are more performative aspects and they are meant for the pleasure of my partner and maybe not in such an obvious way, right? But in in the subtle ways. And let's talk about this for a second because I think this is a really, really dangerous myth and also brings us away from experiencing our sexuality and sensuality in our own bodies and it also brings us away from this idea that okay my sexuality is mine and I am sovereign and whole in my body with my sensuality and then whatever is overflowing out of my sensuality however I choose to invite and play with my sexual energy is then a product that naturally flows out and naturally is an invitation for my partner to come and play, right? Or for the world to come and play because you can play with your sensuality in so many different ways. It's not just for your romantic relationships, right? And so this is another myth that sexuality and sensuality is just for your relationship or for your partner. This is not true because of how versatile our sexual energy is, how we can invite our sexual energy to play, how we use our sensuality, we can use it in so many different ways. And this doesn't necessarily mean it's just for our partner, right? You can use your sexual energy, again, to create art. You can use your sexual energy to nourish your own body you can use your sexual energy to work through emotions you can use your sexual energy as a spiritual practice and the way that you invite and play with a sexual energy is sensuality so you can use this in so many different ways and the ways you can play with your sensuality right the ways you can invite your sexual energy to play you can even invite it in the subtle ways, in the ways that you speak, right? In the ways that you eat. Like sexuality and sensuality can be such a beautiful experience. And when we're talking about sensuality, we're, we're not only just inviting our sexuality to play, but we're also inviting our five senses to play. And that is what makes it this embodied and full-bodied and rich experience in sensuality, right? So you can use sensuality to eat and enjoy your food like really allow the richness of the food and the the taste of the food and the flavor of the food to really turn you on and that is just using your sexuality and your sensuality to eat like just to eat you know when you have that like most delicious freaking dessert in the whole wide world and you're just like Mm, like this is so 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 good and these are just the ways that you can you can invite more pleasure into your life is by using your sexual energy and inviting it to play in different contexts so this does not have to be reserved for just your romantic relationships i take a bath in the most sensual way like i will seduce myself for my baths every night like I'll create the the atmosphere I'll put on the music I'll like put the oil the scented oils in the bathtub and really use my sexual energy to create the space that I would create to turn myself on right and then inviting the five senses and playing with that sexual energy maybe just like 
really um, soaping my body in the most slowest, luscious, beautiful way and feeling my skin and even just sounding my pleasure, right? That can be a whole central experience that is just focused on you. Again, you can use this to create your projects. You can use this to create music. You can do this to create art. You can do this to, if you are like, I don't know, in corporate, right? I used to work in corporate and you could, you, you want to use your sensuality with sales. That is a beautiful way to like invite that energy of excitement, of enjoyment, of focus, right? Into your into your work. So there's lots and lots of ways that you can actually use sexuality and sensuality in and outside of your relationship. There's also a really deep sense of empowerment in knowing that your sexuality is for you. Your sexuality is for you first and foremost. It is for your enjoyment only. And this is so permissive, right? And so, so, so empowering to actually just know like, wow, I am a sexual being and my sexuality is for me. And whatever I choose to share that, that can be from the overflow of how I am connecting to my own sexuality. So if you're having a hard time tapping into your sexuality, you're like, oh my God, how do I tap into my sexuality? And how do I actually tap into my sensuality? A really, really good way, especially if you're feeling blocked, right, is to actually connect with your body, to actually connect with your pussy, to connect with your pelvic floor, right, to connect with that energy. A really easy, easy way to tap into your sexuality is by cupping your genitals and by closing your eyes and just taking a moment to breathe all the way. Take your breath deeper than your belly. Imagine your breath going all the way down to your genitals and just breathing into your genitals and noticing what's happening when you breathe into your genitals. So maybe playing with aspects of squeezing and letting go, squeezing and letting go of the pelvic floor, right? Of your vaginal walls and just noticing what that feels like in your body. This is a super, super quick way to actually tap into that sensation of feeling where your sexual energy is, where your sexual power is. Holding the genitals can be so, so, so healing and a really deep way to just connect to your body. And the way that you connect to sensuality, if you want to feel the difference in that energy, is what would it feel like to now that you have breathed into your genitals, right, you're cupping them, what would it feel like to do some hip circles with that? And just maybe notice what changes when you're doing hip circles, slow hip circles with your body, with yourself. And this is the invitation to move with that sexual energy. This is the invitation to breathe with that sexual energy. This is the invitation for you to shift that awareness into a sensual experience. And so doing hip circles can be a really, really beautiful and slow, powerful way to tap into your breath, right? To tap into your sexual energy. And you can visualize, you can visualize like your sexual energy like a, like a ball and sitting in your pelvis. And what you want to do, like a marble, right, is just spin that marble around in the bowl of your pelvis. And just slowly, slowly spin that around. And that is the energy of sensuality. And 
you might notice that maybe sometimes it's a little bit hard to envision it, but the more you practice actually being with your body, being with your genitals, breathing into your genitals, and visualizing your genitals, moving your body around in a way that you're actually spending time with your sexual energy, that you're spending time with your body, can actually awaken that feeling of connecting to your sensuality and your sexuality in a really, really easy and short way. Another way to tap into your sensuality or your sexuality is actually create a list, create two lists of what makes you feel really sexual. Like what are the things that really activate that turn on for you, that excitement, that like pulsing in your genitals, that throbbing in your clit if you have one, right? So what are some of the things that make you feel really tapped into that energy. And then the next list would be what are some things that invite sensuality? So these can be things that actually don't have anything to do with sexuality, right? So when you feel sensual is like when you feel really playful and embodied and aware of your senses and how you might be inviting sexuality into that. So what makes you feel really sensual? So maybe it's um, that dress that you have in your closet that feels super, super silky against your skin. Maybe it's having fresh flowers in your kitchen. Maybe it's taking that time to actually create a beautiful sacred space in your room. Maybe it's taking time for the extra self-care for you to actually tap into your body and connect with your body in a way that feels really good for you. And so write down a list of all of the things that make you feel really sensual and sexual and look at if you are actually doing any of these things in your life right now because more often than not, we aren't doing any of those things, right? Like when we are feeling disconnected from our sensuality, when we are feeling disconnected from our sexuality, there's just a lot of things that we aren't actually doing to support that because yes, we are sexual beings. Yes, there is always a way to play with our sexuality and to invite our senses to come and play and to invite our sexuality to come play. But we need to have a supportive and safe environment for our access, right? For our sense of being able to connect with that part of ourselves that can access our sexuality and sensuality that feels safe, that feels grounded in it. Because if we are stressed, right? If there's a shit ton of stuff on our to-do list, maybe we're fighting a lot with our partner, maybe we aren't connecting with our bodies, maybe we aren't doing self-care, maybe we're not even nourishing ourselves in a way that is feeling good in our bodies, of course it creates all of these little layers that just add on top of each other from accessing and connecting to our sexuality and our sensuality because like we haven't we don't even have our basic needs met so how are we going to ever connect to our sensuality so there's a really really beautiful way to create that and just by doing a list and journaling all of the ways that you do actually feel good and that do actually turn you on and make you feel sensual and just taking like one or two of those things from each of those lists and slowly inviting them into your daily life you'd be surprised at how many non-sexual things can actually bring you back into your sexuality and into your sensuality, right? Same with if you want to translate this into the bedroom with your partner. If you're like, oh my God, I have a really, really hard time 
accessing my sensuality with your partner. Well, take a moment to think about what actually makes you feel sensual when you are with your partner. What actually makes you feel sensual when you're without your partner? And then try and integrate more of these things into the bedroom. Movement is a really beautiful way to tap into sensuality. As I mentioned before, doing hip circles, right? Dancing to sensual music, feeling good in your own skin and adding that movement right is such an easy and quick way to tap into your sensuality to tap into that invitation right to actually physically move and invite your sexual energy to come play in your body because we are all energetic beings whether you believe in spirituality whether you believe in all of the energetics like we are energetic beings and vibrations of music right that is something that can make anyone in this entire world feel really good about themselves especially if you get to move your body especially if it's like a sensual song that just lights you up and you're like yes I'm getting in the mood with this right like you know exactly which vibe I'm talking about so if you're like in a funk and you're like I need to tap into my sensuality or I just want to feel that sensual self Throw on a fucking good song and throw on like a sexy song like R&B. Throw in like a really like sensual song and sit down on the ground and do some hip circles and really just envision your genitals, right? Or get up and dance and move your body in a way that feels really good to you. So movement is a fabulous way of just tapping into your sexuality. Last but not least is connecting with your own body. There is so much power in connecting with your own body in exploring what it means to be sensual and feel sensual in your own body. You can do this through self-pleasure. You can do this with non-sexual touch. You can do this to play with your senses, right? There's so many ways of actually exploring what types of touch you love, what things really turn you on, what things make you feel really good, and taking the time to be with yourself and be with your body and invite sensuality in your own body. Like, what does it mean for me to feel sensual with myself, right? Just taking and carving out that time can be so, so, so incredibly valuable and so, so healing for our sexuality. It can be so, so healing for our sensuality because it actually brings us back to that recognition and that knowing and that truth that our sexuality is ours and we are sovereign in our own bodies and that our sexuality is something so, so beautiful and so empowering and that we are enough in our own sexuality and that we can actually nourish and feel nourished through being sexual with ourselves, through being sensual with ourselves, whether this is sexual touch or non-sexual touch. So I hope I have inspired you with a couple of different ways around connecting to your sexuality and connecting to your sensuality because you can find like all the generic stuff on the internet but sometimes it's really really good to take a look at okay how do sexuality and sensuality actually connect and what happens if I'm feeling blocked in my sensuality and my sexuality and so if you feel like you have tried a bunch of shit and you're feeling like oh my god I'm I'm still feeling really blocked or there's just like stories that are in the way from me fully accessing my sexuality or sensuality or fully unleashing what it means for me to be sexual and feel sexual please reach out because maybe I have some free 
advice for you, or maybe I have something that I can send you, or maybe I have an incredible coaching container that we could jump into and really explore all the ways that you can fully unleash your sexuality, fully unleash your sensuality, and be the freaking confident, incredible, amazing person that you already are, but just like feel it in your bones, you know, because it's accessible to you. Like you don't have to be some crazy magical person to access your sexuality or sensuality. No, like you can just be a regular person who's just saying yes to doing the deeper work that it sometimes takes to move through these blocks. So please reach out if this is you, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh my God, I'm just struggling with my sensuality. I'm struggling with my sexuality. I I just want to, I know that there's more to my sexuality and to my sensuality and I want to fucking unleash it. Reach out because this is what I'm here for. We're not meant to do this alone. But for now, I am going to leave you with all of those little amazing golden nuggets. If you're feeling stuck in your sexuality, do all the things that I shared in the podcast, create those lists, do some journaling prompts, and take some time to think about your sexuality and your sensuality because once you get to tap into that and play with that energy, the more you play with it and the more you invite it into aspects of your life outside of the bedroom, not just in the bedroom, the more you will feel so, 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 so connected to that part of yourself that is just in full bodied pleasure. So that's it. That's all. Sending love to the rest of your week and so many orgasms if you want. And that's it. The Pussy Fairy is signing off. And that's a wrap on another episode of Getting Intimate. I hope you got exactly what you needed today in this podcast and that you can find more ways to bring more juicy connection to yourself, your relationships, your body, and your sexuality. I hope you're feeling inspired and I want you to remember, take what feels really yummy and ditch the rest. Everything I'm offering on this podcast is in service of your greatest pleasure and thriving. And as the Pussy Fairy, it's my duty to bring you more exquisite pleasure. If you want to get in touch, come find me on my website at www.azariamenezes.com and I have tons of ways you can work with me. You can say hi or you can even ask a question. I would be so happy to hear from you. You can also subscribe to my email for a juicy gift and come find me on Instagram at azaria.menezes. Either way, I'm sending you all the juicy vibes for your week ahead.